I was at that seminar this week, and like the mic etiquette there was so atrocious. Dude, I was sitting in the back row, oh. and I was like, I told the guy at lunch, I was like, man, I can't hear you in the back row. Like, you need to, like, you need to start kiss up or juice the speakers. People do not have good mic etiquette. It's terrible. It should be taught in school. Sometimes, for my work, we pass microphones to participants around the room. Yeah, yeah. I use that as my opportunity. One of the few times I get on a soapbox. And I tell the humans, yeah. here is how you use a microphone. This is what you do. This is what you do. So well, I you don't allow me to use a stand. Like You make me hold it in my paw, which is what I need. It's what you need. Yeah. It's what everyone needs. So the podium vibe is like the worst thing you can do. Give someone a podium. Well, unless it's a good mic and a so. good sound person. Yeah, you can imagine the conference I'm at. It's just not all of those things. <laughs> like none of that adding up. It's one of those things where in life, the sound person, you don't notice when they're there because they're doing their job. Yes. You only yes. notice when they're not. What's happening? Another episode of the Open Road Pod. Let's hit it. I'm Jeremy. I'm Calvin. We're here to talk a little bit about finding adventure We're in here every day. And talk a bit of smack, right? <laughs> what smack are we talking we're today? Talk some smack talk, right? What's the smack we're talking today? I don't know, Jer. Um what's new? <laughs> I've been going I've been undergoing some bodily changes Whoa. in my life. <laughs> are you growing up, Calvin? I'm growing up and I'm making some uh I'm doing some physical alterations to my body. You've been hitting the gym. I was I wasn't gonna unveil that. Oh, well, I was going to lead on and lead oh, on Oh, I'm further. really sorry. I moved this to on too quickly. Physical alterations. That that could have got the people speculating. Exactly. Is it, is it plastic surgery? What kind of physical alterations? Fine. No, I'm just getting dieseled. <laughs> <laughs> so are you absolutely loading your body with creatine right now? No, I'm not. But I see guys walking around with it, and I'm thinking, should I be? Because these guys are all juiced. This opens up the world of supplements and nutrition in a way that I just don't care to learn about. Getting into this world with zero background and zero knowledge, but I think the right amount of motivation is tough. Right. So where have you been working out? Just a local gym. I mean, it's a local gym. It's like a big weight room. And there's just dudes in there pumping. <laughs> and you're one of them now. Right. It just fit right in like a glove. Um... What has that been doing for your overall health? Oh, um, overall health, actual, no, like uh, actual noticeable things, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I go after work, yeah, I think I have more energy from six to eight than I do. But after eight, I'm crashing hard. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, I'm actually physically tired. Now. Right. I can't stay up as late, but I feel like I have more mental energy yes. and physical yes. in kind of that key time uh, time zone for me. Katie and I recently joined a gym as well, so right. we're in some ways kind of on this journey together. Well, I don't know. Like well, Everything I hear about it, it's described <laughs> as a fitness club. It's a club. We joined a club. Right. Okay, well, I got a, a hot tub. Health club. <laughs> um, but when I come home from a workout in the evenings, I'm like wired. I'm not ready to go to bed. No. I have that energy well, now. Well, you go late. I go a little later than you, but I still have that. I do end up crashing, but I have that energy now from like 8 to 10 plus that I'm not ready to go to bed. Well, no. Because no. I'm just wired on it. Yeah. Well, that's like, like a lot of guys that play hockey at night. Like that's their problem too. They don't can't get to bed till like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning because they're playing late games of hockey. Dang. 
So, um, you know, Jared, there's always, I'm always taking notes, right? I'm taking notes either for writing bits or for ripping pod. <laughs> and, you know, so naturally, Calvin's note, note list is one of my favorite things because Calvin's brain is exceptional. And so if those come out in notes and come out in stories later, I'm all for it. Yeah, I would also, I would be very fearful if someone got a hold of my notes <laughs> app and is reading this out of the context of my own brain, because that would probably get me into some trouble. So is that when we're going to start talking smack today? You're going to hit us with some juicy notes? Just, some, just a little bit of smack talk about the <laughs> gym world. I mean, I call this like gym rat lesson 101. All right. Which is what I'm, this is a class that I'm invested in right now. I pay to go. Give it to our listeners. Um. Okay, well, like the biggest thing that I'm noticing is just... Fake it till you make it. Like okay. no one knows my background of not ever stepping foot into a gym. Right. They don't need to. Okay. The communication is very minimal between my peers. Everyone's got their headphones in, and but there isn't. You know, people are observing each other. Mm. So you like, feel judged. No, I did at first, but now I was like, oh, I don't really feel judged now. Um. However, I have caught myself doing a few foolish things. Like? <laughs> like, I'll do one thing. I'll try to do one thing. I'll do, like, one, two reps. and like, this isn't happening. And then just bail on it completely. And then you're like, I really so hope people committing. did not see me on that machine. Yeah, like just rolling off and, <laughs> and hitting the water fountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was cool. Uh, yeah. Other than the interesting observation, Joe, that I, this is new to me is guys wearing yoga pants. Like tight yoga pants or like just Lulu's for men? No, like tight yoga pants. It looks like often under uh, under like a gym short. How far down do they go? Like a full like pant, but like black like le- like uh, is that a leotard? Black tights under shorts. Tights is the word I'm looking for. Black tights and they have like shorts on top. Really? What's that look? I see that guy's playing that in like uh, basketball a bit. Yeah, but you see the compression shorts that go down past the knee, but not down to the ground no, this or down around the knee. Down to the ankle. Really. Yeah, I feel like gyms are an interesting place that people watch. At our at our gym, there's like the full range from like yes. absolute juice monkey to like like elderly guy who likes the hot tub. There for the like very expensive hot tub membership. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's that guy. Yeah. So and there's lots of I mean, some of the looks are just primo. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like we're talking undone work boots. Okay, let me tell. Okay, let me tell you about this guy that I saw. So, there was a guy, and he has like, like, he's he's probably like mid thirties. He but he has like bushy scientist curly hair. Nice. And he's wearing a hoodie, a bright green t shirt, and like cargo shorts, and like Merrells. And Uh. he goes into the gym, and I'm like, what could this guy possibly be doing? All of a sudden, I'm on uh, some like uh, machine getting a little cardio in, walking or running or something like that. And then I look over, and this guy is standing by the wall and literally has his feet over his head doing stretches. The guy's the most flexible guy guy's limber. I could ever picture. I was like, what? He's just in there. He's stretching. I don't know what else he was doing, but it, it, it shocked me. I'm like, what could this guy possibly be doing? It he he kind of was probably a rock climber. That's probably what he was. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's so funny what people get locked into. Like this is like I'm gonna pursue this as my exercise or yeah. work. You gotta work hard toward this stuff. So yeah. that guy's like working very hard to be insanely limber. Yes. For what reason? We don't know. For we th- have no <laughs> idea, and I <laughs> and want like, to know. Is it worth it? Because <laughs> that's a lot of work and a lot of energy focused into that one thing. 100%. Same thing can be said. For guys just hitting the bench press, like, 
what are you gaining? Like, are you just that that hero moment where you need to push a car off a child? Right. That's it, really. They can't think of any other practical use to be, you know, having a massive bench press capacity. And that's where, like, are you, I don't know. Yeah, it is interesting to think of those people, and you're kind of judging, like, do you have the biggest ego that you just need to be so big? Like, when is big enough? Well, that's it. That's what I'm realizing is that the moment of being in the gym, like being, it's just for that moment. This isn't for anything. It's just for being here right now and pushing this out. And it actually is interesting when I think of like humanity in the bigger picture where now all of our jobs are tech focused, phone focused. Like we do our work in such a different way. So to keep our bodies in shape, we literally have to go to the gym. And you're right. It is for the gym. Because during the day, we're not using our bodies. But if we want to stay healthy, we need to do something outside of our day-to-day. Right. And then for so many of these guys that get, like, I'm not there to lose weight. Right. Or to be, like, right any healthier. Like, I'm reasonably healthy. I don't need to lose weight in any way. You're not doing it to be healthy? No. I'm perfectly healthy. Interesting. Yeah. I think I could be more healthy. That's where nope. I'm going. No. Nope. No? No. Nope. You're fine. Like, on the... Think about it. You're fine. You're right. You're not but I'm unhealthy. Like, what about my heart? Is my heart healthy enough? Yeah, Can it's it... fine. You're 30 years old, <laughs> and you're like a normal dude. Right, right, right. This is like you're fine. You're perfectly healthy. Actually, normal. that is they when they did my assessment at the health club because our gym has has assessments. assessment capabilities. Uh, they did say that. He's like, oh, you're you're perfectly healthy. Right. So then you got to realize like your your kind of um, reasons for going right get narrowed down to pretty much like hmm. Why am I here? Well, and that was interesting because the guy in the meeting is like, why are you here? And I was like, well, I kind of want to add 10 pounds of muscle. Right. He's like, all right, let's do that. We can do that. We can help you with that. That's a reasonable goal. Okay, that's cool. Right. Going in goalless, I realized, was a terrible decision. Well, especially if you're saying exactly that. I am healthy. I am this. I am that. Right. Then what are you doing? It's just, you know. What you said when we first got on this pod. You want to look diesel. I want to get dieseled. Yeah. 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 Well, this relates to a couple other things that I've noticed about humanity. You ready for some observations? Hit me. Humans are ants. Expand. Humans are ants. Humans are ants. So I was recently in the Dominican on vacation. This was the first time we did like a all-inclusive, right. boring vacation. It was really nice. It's a vacation by definition. Right. Um, and we did enough adventurous stuff and we'll, I can talk about that. Well, I'll talk about it briefly. We went fishing. We, you know, hung out in the ocean. We did mm-hmm. kind of the adventurous things that you do on that. You tried to um, buy alcohol off the property. We tried to buy alcohol off the property. I negotiated with locals. Like I did the thing you needed to do to find some adventure, but, but it was hilarious being on the resort and the resort was kind of like long and narrow and it snaked probably like almost a kilometer and a half from the, the front oh, yeah. desk down yeah. to the ocean. Okay. And every night, the people, or sorry, every morning, the people would wake up, a trail of ants would go to the buffet, the humans would eat, then they would trail back, go to the pool, they would spend all day sitting there trailing towards the buffet and back to the pool and back to the beach and back to the pool. Then the evening would roll around, everyone would go to their place, they would change their clothes, and then the ant trail would drive, would walk all the way back up, and so like... Because this thing was such a narrow right. thing, it right. was such a it was so weird fall in line to experience the routine of the resort in a way where I'm like, we are all nothing. We are we, just cogs in a wheel. We are we are ants. You're just heading to the mess kitchen when they ring the bell. Zoom zoom out. 
take a drone eye view, we're just ants. That's it. Well, you're just in a really, really nice self-admitted prison for the week. We're always in a prison. Right. That was another observation. So whether we're at a resort, boom, prison. Whether we're at work, I wake up in my house. I go to work. I go back home. I'm an ant there too. You're confined. That's it. You're an ant. That's life. All Think about nine. the time you're on an airport. Or sorry, you're on an airplane. You're looking down at the 401 as you're flying into Toronto. Humans are ants. That's it. Hard to break out, Jared. Like hard to break out of this. Like you actively trying to break out and go on a vacation. You found yourself right in just another one. Another ant hill. Another hill. I just went from one hill to the other. A hotter ant hill. Right. Yeah. How do we break the hill mentality? So funny, like that, like where, like the resort that's been so successful, like the all-inclusive resort, yeah. is unbelievably successful. Um, and that's just like they've just dialed in, like, no, this is what people want to do. This is how we make them relax. Like, do all these things, they'll be satisfied. They'll be satisfied. This is make them do as little as possible. This is the formula for human relaxation. This is what you know. We're telling them this is what you want. This is how you're going to relax. You do this, I promise. Then you'll go back to normal life and you'll be feeling better. You'll be feeling a little better. This is something to look forward to. <laughs> right? We're going to do a few things for you. Take you out of your environment, put you in our environment. And, you know, the food's going to suck, but you know, you'll be all right. <laughs> well, that was a funny thing, too. Like, okay, it's obviously not a prison. We're choosing to be there. But uh, to an extent, like, what what's there is what you get. These are your restaurants. Yeah. These are your only choices. If you don't like the food, it's too bad because this is what you get. Yeah, like put on this Tommy Bahama button down. So like, okay, there's a few more, you know, lineups that we can stand in to get different food than there would be in a prison, but it's still all you got. Still all you got. I mean And then get this. Every different place used the same dill sauce and called it something else. I mean I just love that. I mean, so the dill cream sauce turned up in 15 different places with a different name every time. And I can picture that being a big thing in prison, too. Like, they probably have a couple of sauces. It's like, okay, no, this is the sauce. We only have two sauces, and we've got seven meals. Right. Like, this is this is what we're going to reuse. So it's just ratio mixing. It's called ketchup. <laughs> and not real ketchup. Uh, Yes. No, but the, but the vacation was really nice. We had a good time. Okay, I'm glad. Yeah. Would you really do that nice. kind of thing again, or are you just glad to, like, okay, we tried it. So let me let me else. ask you this. So we thought we would do it again. Mm-hmm. We thought it would be nice to do that type of vacation with friends. A whole other experience. I totally agree. Right? Like yes. it's not that we got sick of each other. We actually really enjoyed the time yeah. together without the stress of home, reconnecting and hanging out. But it would and double just, the activities because then like yeah, let's go play ping pong. Let's well, go play, play some ping pong. pong. Let's let's just like yeah. I felt like we exactly like. Or let's let's all go on this excursion together. Or hey, let's have this meal together. But not every meal together. Like, yes. let's meet tonight. But next night we'll just all go yeah, out and we've got separate quarters. Let's you know let's meet up for lunch. We're gonna hang out for the afternoon. Yeah, where are you guys going for dinner tonight? Exactly. And while I was gone, a friend I'm having the dill sauce. So are you? <laughs> it was we were great. both gonna have the dill sauce. Everyone's having dill. Um, like a buddy of mine was on vacation and he went with like three couples. And it was just nice because then you can even like. Oh, let's all go get a game of volleyball going. And then there's like already a critical mass. Right. But now if I want to play volleyball, I got to jump in and be an only, like, it's just us. Yeah. Which you're capable of, but most yeah. aren't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, going with three couples, risky. Like, what if some drama starts getting Ooh. Un- unraveled? What kind of drama do you think could happen? <sighs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> 
like, someone secretly trying to hide the fact that they have food poisoning, but not <laughs> wanting to expose it to everyone. Okay, speaking about drama, we have to talk about this. At least get a couple hot takes out here. So we're together right now. We're hanging out at your house, which is great. We very rarely podcast in person. So last night, us, our wives, we get on the couch, turn on Netflix, start the show Love is Blind. Okay, for the record, I'm angling to, I want to watch The Shining. <laughs> like yeah. I want us to watch an old classic. I want everyone focused. <laughs> no phones like whoa, like freaked out a bit. Good environment, good time. But no, we watched Love is Blind. Love is Blind is this what sh- Jeremy sold. This show is something else. It's incredible. This is like the best and worst of reality TV and humanity all slammed into one. We've only watched two episodes. You they- and I were dying just having running commentary and i honestly thought like someone's going to do a podcast about this show and i kind of want it to be us i kind of think we have like an unbelievable like take on a lot of these situations one of which being like you know i have so many suggestions on how to make it more edgy and more fun one of us being in, in planting an easter egg in there in, <laughs> okay so this I mean, yeah, so it's always funny. I, on podcasts, when people talk about shows that are, like, topical in the moment, it's funny because you put, could potentially alienate or, or like, other people who have seen it want to chime in. Like, that's my favorite in podcasting when, like, people are like, oh, I wish I was there to give my hot takes. Yes. But anyways, I just think if you're out there, that show is, it is, like, the cultural moment of what's happening right now. It's worth watching. I kind of heard some big deal about it, but... It's actually kind of freaking me out a little bit. I don't know if I like it. I don't think I like it, but I love it. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I don't know if we'll watch it outside of, you know, it's fun to watch with friends. Oh, dude, I'm I'm going to have to. I have to finish that show now. You're locked in? Okay, I don't feel locked in. Like, I'm not going to wait till the next time we hang out to keep watching it. No, I agree. Are you serious? You don't want to know what happens next? I don't know. It's been 24 hours. I don't <laughs> care that much anymore. So, in one breath, you say, we need to do this podcast on this show. And in well, the next breath, you're saying, moment, I don't even want to watch it? Well, in the moment, it's pretty fun. So maybe we'll watch again. Maybe we'll watch again. Were there certain things that like hooked you that like, oh, this is beyond like it's like y- you would never watch um, like a dating show, right? No, I would not. Like yeah. The Bachelor does nothing for me, but I also am not into it. Now I'm like, oh, would I like something like The Bachelor? Well, is it the extreme scenarios that people are getting? Put for those in? who don't know, here's the quick scenario. You literally talk to someone. You talk to someone through a wall. And then you get to know them, and then you basically literally have to get engaged and married to them in 20 days, or else it's like you're off the show. Like, how Like, they just push the absolute limits of reality TV. Also, like, how, like, the very first five minutes, there was a host. A host. Like, whatever. There's no MC for the rest of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the host at? So good. So good. Anyways, (laughs) that just is a a quick aside. That show was just a bit nutty. Yeah. And then, like, pretty funny in a very volatile time like it's only hetero which is kind of interesting because every other show is accommodating now of of mm-hmm. other yeah. um sexual preferences and also there, there's like only blacks and whites there's a hispanic guy there's one hispanic guy no <laughs> asians to be seen <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know kind of interesting i don't know who did well you casting. kind of think that like they would think that all through like they have to do yeah. all of these yeah. different steps right yeah yeah you got to think that well, anyways, that's a little a little tangent. Um, Calf, as we head into the uh, as we head into the spring out of winter here, like the world is thawing, life is life is brightening, peoples are emerging from their caves all winter. Like, what do you think we should do this coming spring? Like, what, what and what should people about? do? Oh, like we as a as a community? Yeah, like what, we got to find some adventure this spring, and maybe share share what you're doing. That might inspire someone. 
what am I doing? I don't know. You, you were about to say something. Oh, what am I? Oh, okay. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually. I'm getting two chickens. Love it. Yeah, that's the thing. Z- my goal with that, Jer, is I'm getting some advice. Yeah. Um. However, I'm just gonna get the chickens. Okay. And let them teach me. You know, I want to learn from the chickens. They tell me what they need. The only thing I, the only thing that I will push back a tiny bit on, is it's kind of like you did that with the bees. No, I did the opposite with the bees. Really? I over OD'd on info. Really? Yes. Way too much time stressing and researching. Uh, and this, I'm like, no, chickens, I'm just going to get them. You're getting and them. And figure it out. Yeah. And you're building a little shed for them. Building a little shack. Like, I'm, I know what, I can care for a chicken, right? How hard oh, yeah. is it? And you get a bag of food and you, f- you make sure they have water. It's literally it. Yeah, like it's not, not rocket science. It's a chicken. I am, you know, mentally going back and forth, like, on how free range to let these birds be. If I encage them in my backyard, they are not free range. And I cannot, you know, peddle these eggs as free range. I would not feel good about peddling these eggs. If you get two chickens, how much are you going to be able to peddle? You're going to eat two eggs a day. <laughs> Just Right. So I should have the freest of eggs, right? By having, It's like a, it's a one-to-one care. Right. You're not going to get more, you know, isolated care than one to one. You're going to get really attached to these chickens. Someone will be getting really attached. Who's that? Probably Noah. Yeah, he'll love them. Yeah. So like, I don't know what they only last a year, right? They what only, do you mean? They're only good for laying for a year. Wrong. That's what he said, man. Who's the he? The guy. That I'm You're getting my over researching already. You just said you weren't. This is the dude I met who's giving me these two birds. He has seven birds who are past their prime, and he's giving them to the Chinese restaurant in town. What is it? They can still lay for a couple of years. No, they don't. They, yes, then they, they do. lay like one every three days. What and kind dust. of eggs do you? No, no. Then you're like, you're, you're, you have this chicken on board that's taking room and board. It's taking feed. Got and it. you're only getting okay. a third of the value out of it. Well, that's really interesting. So when, I guess I didn't learn that much when we had chickens as kids. But what I guess you're saying is, well, we had 15 chickens. So we got there's a solid a prime, six eggs a day. Yes, there's a prime laying period and it only lasts for about a year. Really? So these two that I'm getting are now in their prime. Right. Right, so for you, you're wanting to keep them in there, and then will you get a couple chicks the next year? Uh, perhaps, but then you need like nine months from a chick. So then you go basically a whole season with no eggs. So are you planning to build a coop that can accommodate two for now, but that can accommodate four because you're growing two while the other two are prime laying? What are you doing? I mean, I guess this is where one might need to research a topic. And also, in your coop, are you going to have a little heat lamp for the winters? And what? Are, and are you going to have a caged-in chicken for the winter? Well, I'll tell you what, Jerry. Everything that I read about my coop that I'm designing said, do not put artificial heat in there. And then I t- why I asked my guy because we, we I live in almost northern Ontario. Yeah, and he's like, oh no, you will have a frozen bird in the morning if you don't put a little lamp in. A hundred percent. Who is saying don't do that? There's someone who lives in a tropical temper. Uh, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, we we had a little. You gotta gotta get a little heat lamp in there. They cuddle up nice. He just had a light bulb. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but isn't that a little cruel? What having like a light bulb in no, a you, dark little space? You do a red one. All right, then they can't see it. Or just a dark bulb. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But you need that little source, just a bit. You know what? To your point, Let your birds. Will, out. Your birds will tell you what they need. They will communicate with me. All right, these little birds. Yeah. I'm worried about the stink though. Well, you, you seem to have a good system with the, the coop you're building that has these trays. You it pull has a removable trays. Yeah, to get now, that's where you can sell sell the manure. Sell that chicken shit. Yeah. Well, that's explosive. They make dynamite out of it. 
legit? It's not called dynamite. Dynamite's an actual thing. It's some other explosive derived from... C4? C4. Chicken. Four? <laughs> um, Kevin, we haven't podcasted in a while. Don't tell anybody. But what else has happened in our world? I don't know, like, dude. Your, your like, little son is now way older. Son's way older. Um, I've got another son. No, I, I think we've told people you had Charlie. I don't know what we did, man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, what's the best thing about Charlie? The best thing about him? Yeah. Oh, dude loves life. He like The best thing's got to be that smile, right? Oh, too good. How good is that smile? It's too good. He's the, so chill. The thing I love He's is so like, accommodating. your other kid, Noah, really pushes the limits of what you should, how you should be able to handle a baby. He really hassles Like him. when he hugs really him and really him. gets in there, it's yeah. loving, but he's aggressive. And oh, Charlie yeah. just chills and takes it, which shows how resilient the baby is. That's physical, tough love. But Charlie loves it. He's into it, man. He's like taking love any way he can get it, you know? Like, like, very when, accepting. When Noah comes in for a hug, he like smashes his head together with him. Yeah, serious bonks. And the other kid doesn't care. He's like, come on in, bro. Like, come on in. Bring it in. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Well, and now that Noah's older, I mean, we're in your basement right now. I'm noticing there's some dope toys down here. Well, we got toys. Talk man. About this is a destination basement right now. Adventures and toys? Do you have a Playmobil? Do you have Playmobil as a kid? <sighs> Not enough. Because it's a fortune. <laughs> it's an absolute fortune. You have this crazy... I've never seen a cool Hot Wheels thing like you have where you have like a launcher and then these cars literally fly through the air and they like jump gaps. It goes up the wall. Yeah, and things wild. Like, I, I, this is a kid's heaven down here. Yeah, I think so. And there's like, we got, you know, mini sticks down here. Um, no, it's not super into mini sticks, but I never was as a kid either. But We played it yesterday. We played it yesterday. He's all right. Um... Yeah, we have like the the trampoline still. We've had that for about a year now. That he still gets a lot. He's had that trampoline. Yeah, that looks good. And it's nice that you tied the balloons there. A little extra stimulation. Yeah, the trampoline activities. As owning a trampoline as an older kid, you can't have just the trampoline. Right. You have to have other things on there. Did oh have, yeah. Did you have one as a kid? Mm-mm, we got to use one at one point. Well, you, then you had a trampoline. But I was scared of it because okay. one time when I was in grade one, a bunch of grade four like launched me off it by uh, double bouncing and I like yeah, yeah. crushed my back on the ground. Right. <laughs> it was bad. That was before they had the fences. Yeah. Because remember like when we grew up there was no fences. We had a no fence trampoline. Or what are those called? Fence? Um, whatever. Yeah. Barrier. Some sort of barrier. But. Well they're fun right? I mean we had one as a, as older kids and um, we would my brother and I at the time were really into wakeboarding. Oh. And so we tied a rope on. We had an older wakeboard, and we would practice um, like 360s and stuff, handle passes on it, which was a lot of fun. I never learned to do a flip as a kid, and I'm still scared of flipping on well, a trampoline. That, that costs on anything. you now because now you it's going to be very hard to learn. This is what I'm saying, and I'm like scared to flip. So that cost me in the cool factor my whole life. Right. Where I learned to flip early in life because I would go to gymnastics. Ah. Yeah. Well, I did gymnastics too. I guess I was just a, sh- a timid kid. I didn't like doing flips on the trampoline, though. It's I still found it, like, uh, unpredictable. I guess I need a ball pit. That's the way to practice ball flips, pit. right? Well, you know, I my one of my things that I worked really hard at when I was in school was to do a flip on the concrete, like, just Stop. on flat ground. You did that? I did one a couple of years ago. Whoa. I did one at, uh, well, I definitely did a few at Tyrone's Bachelor Party <laughs> <laughs> after some Belvedere. <laughs> You were probably competing with the dudes in that in that in that instance. Ethan was there. Ethan and I taught each other how to do that. Ethan, I know we Ethan can, both can Ethan can do those off nothing. 
yeah, well, so could I. Wow. Can I? I still say I can because I did one pretty recently. I can't remember when. If you were to if you were to go setting. do one right now, would you want to start off like a one foot ledge just to no, make sure? No, I would do it right on the ground. No. Yes. There, it's not hard. It's just a gut. It's a gut thing. And you just have to like, you have to go for it. You it's a sh- vertical jump thing. It's just a you have to have a good vertical jump. And I remember doing them. The only time I ever hurt myself doing it was when, for some reason, I wasn't stretched and I over like I hyperextended all my stomach muscles or something. <laughs> like that was like a really. And I remember like being like in a fair bit of pain because of that. But like just ripping backwards, just ripped your stomach yeah. muscles open. That was a weird thing that happened one time. <laughs> that that is funny. That is the classic teenager thing to do. Just overdo it. <laughs> Completely overdo it. That's awesome. Teenagers. Teens. Uh, pretty fun interacting with some teens. There's some teens at the gym. Oh. Right. That are like pretty funny. If you see like a teenager, like probably 16 and like just bones, just <laughs> skin and bones. <laughs> and I was like, what is this guy trying to get out of going to the gym right now? Like this guy is literally just bones. Well, I remember when I was in high school and like all the guys who were the rowers in the gym people, like they would use the, the high school gym weight room. Like all the time as right. they're trying to like do that Bulk whole world, and, right? Yeah, but I was that's never pretty made. funny. Yeah, also saw a hilarious thing uh, on Friday, Jer. Yeah. Uh, I was coming out of the LCBO, yeah. getting some beer and stuff, and a car of high school kids pulled up like the second parking lot at the building of the LCBO. Yeah, and one dude got out, and there was like four teenagers in the car, and I was like. This is hilarious. When was like, the last time you saw cartoons? I know. Well, I see them around because I work in town now. But like at the LCBO, how dumb. <laughs> like at least park somewhere a little further. <laughs> and there was obviously like a big plan there. Like some dude like this. Like they looked so young, Jer. They looked like they were all 15 because uh, they were for sure were. Right. And then one dude that looked slightly over 15 was going in. So I was just left thinking like, what's the plan? That guy's got a fake ID. A, He's the one who looks the oldest. Get in there, buddy. He's got See the fake ID. See if you can buy five And then be like, what's he going in to get? What do you think it would be? I think he's just going for the... Well, I don't know what kids get. I saw this hilarious older dude, probably like 60s, yeah. get... Uh, f- uh, how many... He got set, like, probably six packs of these uh, black fly drinks. Oh my god. Which are looked absolutely putrid. <laughs> like red, red sugar juice, probably with the cheapest vodka oh known my to man. Gosh. In this horrible vodka. packaging in a plastic bottle. Uh what? loading up on black flies. <laughs> that's on the list today. Uh, let's get a uh, six sixteen black flies. I was like, Oh, that's something a fifteen year old would get. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's taking them home. He's marking them up fourfold and selling There's them to teenagers. There's a great chance he was not getting those for himself. <laughs> he was definitely selling those off to Yeah, like teens. what's better? Like both are good scenarios. Either he's, he was had buying them for someone or uh, having them for himself is a better scenario. Yeah. I definitely played over in my head. I was like, oh, what's the, what would I say if these kids asked me to buy beer for them? Right. Like n- I would not buy beer for them. No. But is that a chance to like come in with some other like – do you leave it at that? Do you just say no, drive away? Or do you say, like, say anything else? Do you try and offer some advice? Like, they're hell-bent on getting beer. They don't right. care what you're going to say. Right. All they care right now is, who we need beer now. <laughs> I would, I don't know. I think in that case, you want to, like, put a little something to them. Well, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely want to. Um. Yeah. 
I also was thinking about like in their shoes, who's the ideal candidate? Like who are they eyeing down? Who's a potential um, you know, and what's the offer? Do you start with a two to one? It's gonna it's gonna take a lot of money for me to say yes to that. <laughs> right. I'm gonna probably need a crisp hundred dollar bill. <laughs> there's, there, there's there is a number. What's your number? <laughs> Teens have a terrible evaluation on the dollar. Well, they have no money to begin with. Well, sometimes some kids do. Uh, like they have like disposable income to some degree, like a few hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like kids would probably pay two hundred dollars for like beer I that's don't know. worth half of or less than half. Yeah, pooled I together. I don't know. Yeah, what would it be? That's the other thing that's so hilarious is how expensive beer is for us. It's oh, like yeah. so much money. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Not comparison. Okay, well, Jared, we got soup coming down. We got to wrap it up. It's lunchtime. Okay, we'll wrap it up. Um, We're going to watch more Love is Blind over lunch. Great coming down. Looks like these women are coming down to bring lunch, watch Love is Blind, <laughs> and have some more um, fantastical discussions. All right, so we're, we're getting out of here. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in for another app of uh, the old Open Road Pod. We hope you enjoyed uh, the strange hot takes we had today. Talk to you later. There wasn't even anything that hot today. Not that hot. It's just updates. It's been a while. Update we'll, takes. We'll try to get back in the group here. Okay, bye.